everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Sexy Scary Book Club. I'm Lisa. And I'm Jess. And we are recording finally our final episode for the season. Um, We're breaking because basically we just wanted to do a cheat because if you've been listening, you know Jess has been talking about the Plated Prisoner series and we've been folding that into our theme yeah and so this one we're just talking about glow which is the most recent installment of the plated prisoner series by raven kennedy and it was just released in june i say just it's probably like old hat to everybody else out there (laughs) but we're finally reading it yeah (laughs) uh four months that's pretty i think that's still new territory yeah when you had to you had to do a reread. Yes. Which I didn't. I chanced it because I feel like I had read the other installments a little bit more recently than you had. And I didn't feel too lost. Definitely like some of the side characters, I couldn't remember their names or I was like, oh, yeah, that's what's going on with these guys. Yeah. But I, yeah, I, I, I still, and, you know, obviously discussing it over the last few weeks in the podcast helped to kind of freshen it up for me too. <laughs> um, yeah, so, you know, where did we leave off? Uh, we leave off with Slade rotting Aaron, carrying her out. And then th- someone, like, sees him flying away or something, I think is where it leaves. But Right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, pretty action-packed scene of, Orin like losing her shit and golding everything and killing Midas and Slade having to rot her to get her to stop her yeah avalanche of liquid gold that's kind of molten lo- molten molten, <laughs> molten yeah. lavaing everything Molten-ted. in gold <laughs> yeah all this action I'm just gonna yeah. be obvious right now I'm just gonna put it out there to a really boring start of a book <laughs> Yeah. I had such a hard time getting into this one. And by the end, I did love it, but I I don't know that I did love it. I I it was important. And I think like if you're just placing this installment in, you know, what will eventually be a full series, like you needed this book because this was all the backstory. Yeah, all the but- backstory and all like the healing. And I don't know, I was thinking because we've been talking about themes this whole season. So if you were, you know, we hadn't read the book yet. So obviously we couldn't say what a fitting theme was going to be before reading it. But what would you what would you say the theme was if you were going to like pick a theme for this book? Uh, well i don't know i had a, i think i might have come well we haven't talked about it so let's just talk about it um i would call this are you sure he's a villain because like they talk i feel like so much of this book is about making him into a nice guy like nice alpha whatever mm-hmm. but then like they're always saying like at the end it's like but i'm the villain i'm the villain he's not a villain there's nothing villainy about him. Maybe when the power doesn't fit the character or something. Because the only thing villainous about him is that his power is rotting. And so people associate rot with death and decay. He's yeah, there was there was one scene that I feel like she put in there specifically to be like, see? He's evil. He's evil when he kept the prisoner and he was keeping him alive by kind yes. of like... And, and there that is, was... yeah. I mean, I guess, like, so we talk a lot about, like, how Jericho Barron's, like, you can't put human ideals on him because he's not human. So you think there is a lot of, like, they're fae, so they're going to, like, behave differently, and certain things are going to be forgiven, or not forgiven, but, like, you just have to understand that's their nature. And I think his, like, torturing that guy, like, that's, he was trying to say that's very much his fae nature, which is explaining away the villainous of it. So, like, I don't, or villainy. I don't know. I just don't see him as a villain, and I don't know why we're trying to make him a villain. Well, maybe it's setting something up for what's I will, to I will, come. I mean, Raven Kennedy never does anything without a reason, so like, I'm sure it's all happening for a reason. I just, I don't know. Not buying yeah, it. I kind of feel like 
I mean, yeah, there was definitely a lot of that in this book, but I, this was more Oren's book. Even though we she do get a lot of for the first yeah, time. that's true. That's true. Like we get a lot of oh, there. It was such a slow start because just because of the way you left things, it was such a yes. cliffhanger ending, and you wanted that action to continue like into the next book, and they really make you wait for it. Like first of all, when the book starts, like we're not even with the main characters. So she's taking we're a with, nap. Yeah, we're with Queen uh, Kayla. And it's sort of about yeah. her trying to piece together what's happened. And it was sort of, I did like that she goes in to investigate the palace and you get to see somebody's reaction to Oren's power. It's kind of like from right. an outside perspective. So I did like the way she described how everything looked. And she said the gold is like a ghost bemoaning our presence, threatening to haunt. So there was some like really, I mean, there's a lot of yeah. beautiful language in this book as always. always. Yeah. Um, a lot of beautiful language around trauma and how to heal from that. And, you know, yeah. when, when you do get back to Oren, um so that's why i don't know healing for sure she is healing yeah and so i think it like if i were to give this a theme i would say like getting strong or feeling your feelings maybe because that i think that happens for both slade and oren because a lot of it is even though it's about oren's healing and you know having to overcome that trauma in order to figure out how to control her power or get her power back yeah. You're also having Slade share his trauma and his history and kind of you learn where he came from and how he got to where he is and right. the things that he's responsible for and that's the what part makes that, that bothered hard. me. Like I feel like all of his backstory was basically saying he's a nice guy. Like there was like everything that he did was to protect people. It was never about being Right, like a the real villain is his father. His father, the breaker, who I totally think is the one that broke the bridge. We'll probably get there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I just I by the end of this book, I was I loved it. It was very much like the last book where, you know, it's kind of like wandering around and then all this action and like, "Whoa, holy crap" at the end and then you're ready for the next one. This had that same kind of thing. And I will say once again, she did like masterfully like give you a cliffhanger, but also wrap it up to where you felt good waiting for the next book. Like she did yeah. kind of with the other ones. I agree. Um, but and I do. I mean, we kind of talked about that too. Like when the cut the characters that you you know are waiting for them to like get together, they get together, and like you know they're together, and that's the way it's going. And how do you keep the like burn alive, and how do you keep it interesting? And she did do that by like kind of keeping them separated or then Aaron not trusting herself around him. And they were kind of like, you know, keeping space between each other. And then by the end, like they're not together, like they can't be together. They're separated. So, yeah, I have to say that there's one thing that I I have like been suspecting about myself in terms of my preferences. Oh, boy. Lately. But this book really kind of solidified for me that I don't. It's raunchy. This book's raunchy? Yeah. I, I don't care I don't for, like it. I don't care for the way that she writes the sex scenes. I, I, I love her as a writer, and I love yeah. so much about this book, but I found myself just straight up skipping over I the agree. sex scenes because I I'm agree. like, I don't need yes. – I like spice, but I guess I'm a prude because I don't like raunch. Yeah, well, he talks about, like, licking her cream. And oh, yeah. I highlighted a couple of things. Slapping her I don't suck, know. A... Suck me, baby. I want to yes. see those cheeks hollow out. First of all, like, <laughs> maybe it's just, like, not my cup of tea, but I feel like there's a lot of dick sucking being highlighted in books that I've read recently. And I'm like, I don't know. It just doesn't really do anything for me. I think it's just a lot of, like, fellatio in general. Like, yeah, I don't mind ways. it when it's the other way, but I just, like, I I'm done not done reading because I'm sure I'm going to read more of it, but I don't no. care about a woman choking on a guy's dick Why to the point where she's cry? crying because yeah, well, they're being is gagged. Is that like a porno thing though? Like I'm like, why do we all like need to like get the dick so deep in our mouth that we're crying? I don't understand like the uh, hotness of that. What the guys like, I guess. He, the guys just want their <laughs> dick in there. They don't care. Like they're going to get off no matter what. Like they're, guys are so easy, right? Yeah. I mean, way more complicated, but <laughs> like 
totally. why the crying like that and like and then the character will always like point out like either the woman wants to be like yeah i was crying like tears coming down my face whatever or like the guy's like yeah she's choking on my dick and, yeah like, i just and I don't the whole like look how good you're taking it yeah i don't know i i just whatever i will say like i don't think that's book, sexy personally but I, if I you do either. great like i know go to town this is well, the, the book for you the first book he talked and i was like maybe i do like a little bit of like no. talking during sex because i liked it. or not the first book the, whatever they whenever they hooked up i liked it i thought like it was well done but this book crosses over and i'm like please stop Please stop yeah. talking. Just like, shut I don't up. want to hear this. Yeah, I like narration. Tell me what's happening, but I don't need you to talk about her cheeks hollowing out or the other one was, mmm, all of this wet cream just for me. Gross. Yeah. No, get out of here. I Put my wet cream Ew. away from you. <laughs> no cream yeah. for you. Yeah, I don't. I, can you imagine? Like, I, if somebody oh. said that to me in real life, I would be as dry Run as this away. Right, <laughs> dry it right on up. Uh, I highlighted when she's talking about like there was a lot of talk about like seepage out of his penis and what she mm, was doing mm-hmm, with it. Mm-hmm, and there's mm-hmm. a part where the crude liquid continues to seep, soaking into my dress, making the fabric stick to my skin. No, yeah, no, that's not. That's like the part about sex that you don't want to talk about because exactly. it's true and it happens, but that's yeah. not the part that's good. I mean, I guess bravo for making it realistic, but I don't want it realistic right now. And like, yeah, those are the things that like you deal with in real life. You're like, ew. Yeah. Little jizz there. (laughs) The wet spots that are the side effects. Oh, got to wash that dress. All right. Like, I don't know. know. I'm not reveling in it. But again, I guess, you know, it's somebody out there's cup of tea and kudos to them. But I just, I was a little bit bummed out about that aspect of the book because. Yeah. Like Orin and Rip were one of the like premier character pairings for me, and this installment sort of I was like got him down the ladder rung a few times. Yeah, like, please don't I, have any more sex. I don't want to read about your sex. Yeah, anymore. exactly. Which is you know I feel pretty crestfallen about that. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> well, it was really hard because parts of it were good. Like there was a lot of like you know we like a little angry sex. There was that. There was yeah. a lot of like throwing up against the, the first wall one. style. Yeah, the first one where yeah. Oren's like kind of animalistic and is she gonna yes. hurt him yes. I don't when know she first wakes and she's yeah. like just like exactly animalistic like that's mine like I smell it I want it like get it in there like that was hot <laughs> but then and then like there was even some like later on where he was like you know kind of like holding her hands down and stuff like that that was hot but then like they get into like all these details about common seepage and cream and you like that. And I, uh. This is no shade to Raven Kennedy because it's certainly symptomatic of many, many books that I've been reading. But I almost feel like there's this expectation when you have like a book that's spicy. And sometimes it feels like these authors are just sort of checking things off the list. Okay, I mentioned this i had a sex scene that involved these things yeah i'm using this language this many times and it just doesn't i don't know it doesn't have the like organic feeling of two characters coming together and that being captured it's more (laughs) there's lots of coming together yeah that's true yeah (laughs) you know what i mean it's not it's not like a i don't know it feels forced i guess yeah, and this could just be like her. I haven't. I read one other book from her, and there wasn't much sex in it. So I this could just be her style of writing when it comes to sex scenes. I don't know. Um, sure. But I mean, she's an amazing author, so I don't. I oh, would yeah. still read anything oh, that she put out there, pretty much. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, the sex scenes, I was definitely like, kind of like, yeah, I'm going to skip through it. It was kind of like that one that we read. It was like Adrian in. They had yeah, sex King like, right of away. Battle and Blood. Yes, like I got to where like I can't. I just like yeah, and I felt the same way about Kingdom of Ruin. Although that one was definitely raunchier. About the, like, the Beauty, Beauty and the Beast, and the Beast one? retelling, that one was really yeah. raunchy. But yeah, this one had kind of like echoes of that a little bit for the me. gagging, just on the, the sexy. <laughs> I mean, obviously everything else is like Chef's Kiss, like beautifully yeah. written. It's just yeah, I think you're right. It maybe that's just her sex writing style and it's just not one that's for not me like but yeah. I love everything else so much that it would never 
dissuade me from reading her books. I think she's yeah. like her world building and her characters are all so lush and um, yeah. I will say by the end of this book, I was so excited about the world again. Like I was yes. just like, oh my God, I want to know more. This is getting so interesting. I love what she's doing with Queen Melina. Like I think mm-hmm. it's awesome. I'm so excited to find out more about that. I love that whole, her whole side story with her with like the two creepy twins that Melina can't, it's very like fairy tale-esque. It feels very like fae origins. Like, you know, you can't trust them. Don't make a promise with a fae. Like, I loved that. Like, kind of Yeah, and you meet that other character who's the guy that tried to kill her. Mm -hmm. No, not Ruin, but you don't know who he is. But that exchange between them where, you know, first he tries to kill her, but then he comes back to warn her. And it's like, okay, like, you're obviously fae. But like, who, how are you connected to these other characters? And like, I, I yeah. can't wait to learn more about that character. I thought he yeah. was really interesting. I love that. Like he was kind of like, you know, well, circumstances or paths have changed. So like, he's kind of sitting back and seeing where things are going instead of just like killing. Cause I mean, Midas is gone and Midas is who hired him. So he doesn't really. That's get, true. Get but I think done. like, you know, obviously there was a time when killing her was going to solve this problem yeah and now it's like killing is not gonna solve this problem like you have to well here's the quote that i highlighted wake up and don't smell the flowers cold queen before it's too late you have to find a way to break whatever bargain you've made because at this point i don't think your death is going to cut it he pulls his hood up and disappears in a swirl of fathomless smoke and by the time the three men reach me there's nothing here but gray tinged light coming from the window like, I, like who are you like i yeah. i can't wait to get back <laughs> who to him are you? <laughs> he was like the standout character to me really yeah i like just nice. like the you know the things that i'm plucking that i'm so interested about and like yeah. when Orin, you know ultimately gets kidnapped and goes back to the second kingdom to like stand her trial or whatever which we all saw coming there was definitely like things that i absolutely guessed in this yeah. book like, as soon as her and risa go walking in the garden I was like oh yeah this is happening yeah I at first I thought she was just gonna go willingly with Manu and like not tell Rip because obviously he didn't want her to go and you definitely saw that she was they were second guessing Yeah. yeah but then um yeah and then Risa getting stabbed what did you think of the whole Osric Risa yeah. thing it was so forced I, I'm like why is yes. this happening I was like oh, I okay Nesta and Cassian that's yeah, I mean, it's an, I like this idea of a side story, but, like, you could have just, like, hinted a little and then let that be something down the road. But, like, it, I don't know. I, it just yeah, seemed really I, rushed and weird. Mm-hmm. And I didn't need it in this book. I felt like it took away from other places where I wanted to be. There are other storylines yeah. that I would have preferred were devoted the, those out. pages to flesh out than, yeah. than them. Um, I don't hate it. Like I like yeah. both of those characters. I like Risa. I think she's a very interesting character and I really enjoyed, and now I, I didn't write her name down so I can't remember, but the other saddle that she's helping. Poppy? Is it Poppy? Or no, that's another book. Is it? The one that she, comes with her that's addicted yeah, to the... the one that's addicted to the do. Yeah. I, I really liked that that's relationship between those two women and how, you know, yeah. she tells her when she gets there, like, I was happy. Like, I like being I a saddle. Like, I, yeah. I know that you don't anymore, but, like, you need to respect that where we were once the same, now we want different things and kind of, you know, like, let me, let me go do my thing. Like, I, I liked that. Yeah. relationship but I just yeah I didn't necessarily need the I would have been more happy with just it being hinted that Risa and Osric were gonna yes. be something down the line yeah I could have not. taken hints absolutely but it was very much like it was like being forced on the reader it felt kind of like you know like she's like I don't know why I'm thinking of that oh blah 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 and we're like well we know why like you already laid it all out for us yeah, obviously <laughs> he's super sexy like I would definitely be sexy. thinking of that oaf <laughs> think of the oaf always yeah yeah I don't I don't but I will say, oh yeah I was talking about like how the end got me really excited again um I did I loved getting that glimpse of the second kingdom and bringing in that weird like religious side of these like very kind of it reminded me of like game of thrones the shame 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 like those yes. kind of characters uh-huh. yep um exactly and then like the whole like the, 
pillars that are holding her in and then the, like she gets stabbed like there was a moment i'm like oh where's yes. this going like it did what like i was kind of like oh god is she dying like what's happening <laughs> like it's a little on edge yeah it was really scary um but yeah i mean i think like we need to back up because we we talked about how we get more about rip's backstory which i clearly so- didn't care about <laughs> Yeah, I didn't really either. Every time it was like everything, the chapter where everything is italicized because we're in Rip's childhood, I was like, okay, here we go again. Yeah, and it was weird because like, I'm like, I know I should care because I love Rip, but I just I think didn't. maybe it's just like the way that the narrative was presented like wasn't done as well as some of the other reveals that she has. Perhaps. It's I almost did like, like there's things that have been kept from you about both of them this whole time. And then you're finally like getting those answers. But you're true. right. For whatever reason, I don't know if it was just timing, like where we're at in the rest of the story or the way that she told that part. But it didn't come together in a satisfying way for me. Which is surprising because like, you know, we just talked about that, like kind of revealing the backstories. She did such a good, Raven Kennedy did such a good job slowly revealing like Oren's backstories and like tying it to like certain like situations that she was going through in the moment. And like, it didn't have that same like thread with the revealing of Slade's like backstory. I think it was trying to, but it just, I don't know. It didn't hit the same. It just, it, yeah. I, like I liked this book. The more I talk about it, the more it sounds like I didn't like it. And I truly did. Yeah. But I did feel like it was kind of just a book designed to be an information dump. It was. And we it's all information we need. And I get it. And it's still beautiful writing. So yeah, it's still a great book. And by the end, you're all in again. But it would I would definitely not it's not gonna be my favorite book in the series. I know that. So Yeah. Yeah, I, d- I think if I do reread this series, this one's going to be challenging for me to get through again. Yeah, it took me forever, and I was so ex- – I loved this world, and I just yeah. couldn't uh, – like, granted, like, there was stuff going on, and I just didn't have as much time, but, like, I just – I don't know. Couldn't get into the whole Slade backstory and mom. I mean, it's interesting, I guess, and his dad's a breaker and abusive and – and then the whole thing with his brother, and it's actually his half brother. Mm-hmm. I did find yeah. it, I did like his brother. I that, his brother He's started a, to grow on me. Another I, there are a lot of great characters in there this are. world. Yeah, um, that all have their own kind of autonomy and identity, and that's not always handled very well. You know, yeah. in a lot of books, it's like it's all about the main characters, and you, you meet all these other people, but they they don't ever become that real. I guess to the story and I feel like there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff going on in this world and people that have their own motivations that aren't always in accord with one another and all of that is is great Uh, I I like to read about that I like Riot a lot his brother Um, you know the the friction between the two of them and how you don't know why that is until you learn their backstory and then you kind of understand you know The like how, why he's called Rip and that the village that he gets taken to and how all of the people are like tied to that Rip and how he has to feed power into it in order to keep it stabilized and how he's like responsible for all of those lives. And yeah, and that was a really interesting thing about Rip that like he does like not only does he have this power of rot, but apparently he can like rip through dimensions and shoot people back into, you know, Anwin. What is that what it was called? bay basically like yeah um and that was really i mean that was definitely interesting and i did like this idea of these people that are just trapped in this cave and they have to live there and they can't leave because they were ripped away from their other dimension i don't know what to call it i don't think bay's dimensions but i mean that's how it's kind of set up in this world anyway yeah but then I can maybe that was the hard why I had a hard time getting into it because like that really is the beginning of this book is you're getting to know this land where these people live uh is it called something with a D um and like they all oh, live yeah. in caves and like they're not like they're not quite they're they are human but they're not quite human they're not quite fae they're just a little different well yeah I mean they're all Orians or whatever which I guess is humans they are yeah. but like they had been kept in Fae for so long to be like in service to the castle that they're yeah now they're like these sort of in between where they can't just go back to living in the, the mortal realm because yeah. they're more more Fae than human but 
Also, how slow did like uh, Rip's dad have to be to not catch on that she was having this like decades long affair with one of the guys that lived there? I mean, there maybe he's not around him? for very long. I mean, it seems because like he, he was for gone a for a long swaths of time because they yeah. did. He did make a point about talking about how oh, it was so much happier in the castle and the times when his dad wasn't there. Wasn't and, there? Yeah. Um. Yeah. But all of that I did find very boring. Yeah, Even the character of his dad, I assume he's going to come back because I yeah, he's would guess still alive. that he and Oren's paths are probably going to cross now. Um, I don't really care about him yet, so I don't know. I guess to be continued, we'll see if what they end up doing with his character. I just yeah. sort of feel like he's kind of this like the big bad, but it's kind of the empty. I don't know. He's just not, not that interesting to me. Yeah, I don't know. And then, well, and like the whole rip thing happened because. Slade was trying to defend everyone against his dad, who is the big bad. And like their when their powers were like doing like a Voldemort Harry Potter yeah. style thing. Converging and pulsing yeah. and, and then it just ripped and they all sucked away and they were gone. Yeah. And here I we I guess we don't really know how long it's been. Like I don't know. I don't think Rip ages. I get like, the impression that it's been a very long time. Very long time, right? Yeah. yeah. Because if the people stay in the cave, they don't age. And like mm-hmm. they Kind yeah, of they have to, to have their they fade would powers. die if they tried to leave, except for the the offspring that, that they've created. There can leave, and that's why they all join the army. Yeah, as it's so because we, it's their way to get out. I'm sure we need to understand all this and know about all this to now understand what Aaron's facing. Because by the end of this book, you know Slade has once again caused a rip to basically save Aaron, and she goes into Anwin or into Fae. Yeah. And so now we, we need to know the, the mechanics of how this all works. Right. And then we also learn the other kind of big cliffhanger is that those people did trick Queen Melina. They and did. And they got her blood. And in, it did restore the castle, but it also restored the bridge. It didn't restore the castle. Remember? Because she oh, kept looking. She's the like, the castle's still in ruins. What the heck? And then she turns around and like the bridge is intact again okay. and then soldiers are just there waiting which seemed very convenient and mm-hmm. i guess we could assume that those soldiers are being led by rip's dad the breaker yeah that's the breaker assumption yeah but, but like, yeah, yeah i mean i definitely like knew the bridge was coming back and that was yeah oh I, yeah i had guessed that and obviously like you knew we were gonna get another rip but i didn't think that's i didn't think it was gonna happen in this book i didn't see that coming i actually yeah. thought before we found out about this whole rip thing and these people in the cave, I thought that part of fourth kingdom or fifth kingdom, wherever that, you know, um, rip was like, I got to have that, that piece. Mm-hmm. I thought that was That's actually where the bridge was, the, where the bridge was yeah. and he was protecting that and protecting, like getting back into Anwin. Yeah. Um, and that's not where we went. That's cool. And then the other big thing too is like I don't know like what happened to the cave people because Rip did another rip and Anwen went in it or Arwen went Arwen God they're oh, it's all similar <laughs> she went in it and all those people are gone now so I'm like did yes. they go and that, the rip that's there is gone so now there's yeah just, I don't I assume they're all back in Fae let's hope so and they're not just like lost in a limbo world or something or just dead I don't mm-hmm. know yeah but. that discovery I didn't guess that I didn't think yeah. I mean, obviously, I I knew there was going to be some complication with him being able to get back in. Like, I knew something was going to happen where they were going to still be apart at the end of the book. But, I mean, at least we know we've got the bridge. So, obviously, that's... He can get back Slade's going to figure that out in the next book. I do like it. Now we've got this set up for, like, this epic, like, you know... Last the Mohicans, no matter where, no matter how far, I will find you. You know, you've got that whole setup going, which, yeah, yeah. Sign and me I'm up. really excited to spend some time in Fae because too. even though we did in Slade's childhood, we didn't really get a lot of like how that world works. We were just in the castle and in his home life, and so that'll be. I I, yeah. I look forward to to that world building because she's very good at that. So. Yes. Yeah, I'm definitely like super jazzed about the next book, but I think you're. I feel like okay, now we're now, now we're getting, getting to the real story here. Yeah, we've got two books left. So, and did you? So there's mention of like when she's in Second Kingdom, that was where her ribbons originally sprouted, and she feels like this deep connection to the sun there. Yes, I, I almost feel like that. she's like the rightful 
like ruler of that kingdom maybe or so there's something going maybe. on there where she's yeah you definitely had a hint drop that like okay the, the heat is tied to her power she was getting yes. some sort of like feeling of it being fueled yeah. and by something the there like awakens her so yeah so, I'm excited yeah. to see where that goes even though mm-hmm. now she's gone I don't know and we do have a really great I love a cold-hearted woman that ruler that's just kind of sadistic and we now have that character that we didn't have before so i'm like yeah yeah because <laughs> there name, was def- uh she's the queen of second kingdom oh the one that the- was squeezing her power yeah she's yeah. nasty yeah yeah the way that everybody's powers work is it is cool yeah because it's like what's like i don't maybe this has been explained and i just don't remember but how does that work? You know, like there are humans who have power that I guess they somehow got from the Fae. At some point, at the Orient bred with the Fae. And so all of these are down. like half breeds then. Exactly. They're all part Fae. And then the bridge was destroyed. So like there was no going back and forth anymore. And so then, yeah, it's weird that Orions would kind of like celebrate being separated from Fae, but then put the people that are part fey in power like it doesn't quite make sense to me but mm-hmm. i'm sure we'll find out a little more yeah and or kalia not. or what else her name kalia kalia kayla k-a-i-l-a so yeah kayla kayla she's like oh that's my other thing too like they present her as being really smart and manipulative and like she's basically like writing a narrative so that she can stay in power and she's trying to get all of her like little pieces in line or ducks in line she has to know that Midas never had that power like she can't is she really that dumb does she really think Aaron stole it from him because I don't think she does yeah I feel like that's another area where I kind of wish we would have spent a little bit more time with her yeah. To, like, watch her spinning those wheels and, and what does she really believe? Because, I, I don't know, you don't really get much from her. No. And then you get her the- at the beginning and you get that, you know, she has to craft this story that Orin stole Midas's power and she's now seduced King Rot. And for her to, like, get the fear and all the other leaders that, oh, she could do the same to you. Yeah. To get rid of Orin to secure her foothold in those kingdoms that actually would like kind of speak to what i'm saying that she does know and aaron's a threat and she's like get aaron out of here like that girl actually has all the power that we thought midas had because midas was a big player because of this assumed power that he had um so if she does truly realize she has to know like she hears snippets of everything like i don't know but like i mean the as far as we are as a reader she doesn't know yeah, it, it I, I agree, really though. Weird. I kind of felt like she did know. And yeah. also, like, her brother is a, another character that I gravitated toward a little bit. Like, there's yeah, going to be... supposed to be likable now. But I think know. he's going to come back around. You think? I feel, you got enough of his, like, hesitancy. Kind of like Lucian in A Court of Thorn and Roses, where his loyalties like coming into question as more things are done yeah and i kind of have a feeling like he's gonna switch sides down the line he does like apologize but then says i'm loyal to my sister what do you expect me to do you know and then oh what did you think about the snake guy i liked the snake guy i mean he's gonna be totally like a side character but i liked him i think it was merwin merwin he was oh. um, from First Kingdom. Yeah, and like, yeah, yeah. yeah originally, right. he was going to do something with, like, Slade to kind of help them out because Kaylee at this point, or Kaylee, what I don't know what we decided to call her, um, she's cut <laughs> off, like, everything for Fourth Kingdom. So they're essentially starving. Um, and so, like, he's made a deal with this guy that, like, controls snakes. And, like, I don't know. He seems like a cool character to me. I'm into it. Yeah, I wish we would have spent more time with some of the other leaders. I don't yeah. know. There was, like... <sighs> Again, like all of the writing around Oren's trauma is really beautiful. And I I I totally understand that the like her being able to come to terms with her trauma is like the key that helps her unlock how to control her power so that once she was able to accept the things that she's done in the past and kind of work through that, then she knew how to harness her power. Yeah. Like, I understand that that's what I'm being told. <laughs> but as you know, my preferences for that, like, training bit, 
I thought it was the beginning was so slow and you spend so much time with her kind of pouting around and not uh, that sounds really dismissive of how she people is work training trauma. She's training with Yeah, the... but she figured that shit out like instantaneously. No, she's doing extra training on the side though. Like she's doing like combat training with uh the guy with the yellow hair. Yeah, but how she like figured her power out. Oh, it was too That happened for you. so quickly. And then again, I understand that I'm being told that that's because she's accepted her trauma. Mm -hmm. And so, like, it just unlocked it in her mind. But I'm like, really? All of her life, she's had to wear gloves and not touch anything all day long. And then, like, just right now, right off the bat, she's got mastery over this. No problem. And I I took a little bit of issue with that. I can see what you mean. There's like a little like pouting and a little like, meh, I don't know how to do my power. And then it's just like, oh, I got it. We're good. I can can get freaky deaky in the daylight. No big deal. I'm not going to hurt anyone. Yeah. I guess I just wish that that was like crafted a little bit more satisfying. Yeah. I just feel like... Like the book really took off at the end, and like I got all these new characters and some like returning characters. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here it is. Here's this lush world that I've been investig or investigated. <laughs> What's the word I want? Invested. Invested in. Thank yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just got like a snippet of them again at the end, and then we're like done. But then I'm like, I love Arn, so I don't really know oh, yeah. why Arin's it moves great. so slowly for me or. And I still liked everything well, I, mean, I read. I don't really know. Straight up asleep for like the first thirty percent of the book. Yeah, and just pulling in gold and riots. Like, what are you doing? Get her out of here! Like, yeah. <laughs> um, I like this book. I really do. I mean, it's got all the things that I love about the previous books. It's just it was slower. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it suffered from the fact that the last you had it. She was teasing. Like you had an idea of how this book was going to just dive right back into the action. And doesn't. she doesn't give that to you right away. She's like, oh, you waited a year for this book to come out. Now you're going to have to wait yeah. longer to get the resolution that you want. I will say, like, I appreciated that it was established that, like, it's not going to be easy for Slade and Arn to be together if they want to be together. Because, like, in the last book, I was like, oh, they're just sneaking around. No big deal. Like, nobody cares. It's like. This seems too easy. Like, it just seems too easy that, like, you know, she chose him and they're going to go off and ride off into the sunset together and be powerful and wonderful. Um, and this, so this book really did challenge that. Like, you saw, like, there is, like, you know, Slate still has to be a king and there's, like, a kingdom to take care of and people to take care of. And now he's got these cave people. And then he also has his own problems and his own, like, traumas that he needs to work through. And, like, it's not always going to just work out for them. And, like, I did appreciate once again, like just being realistic, like so much of this book is like fantasy, but like elements of reality, like even like mm-hmm. the processing of the trauma. And I think that's why I connect to it so much, even though I really don't want dried come talk about clothes <laughs> and, you know, all that stuff. But I mean, that is true to the writing. It's true to how this author presents things. So ugh, fine, I'll accept it. We can talk. Yeah. About it. And I do, <laughs> you know, more of you had talked earlier about Rip and the nice alpha thing. And they, she is really, like, pushing that narrative. Um, but I do enjoy that this is, you know, you get from Rip's perspective in this book, which you don't – I don't think you got that before, did you? Is this the you first You might have gotten, like, one like, little chapter. Yeah. I like that, you know, you're getting from him how angry he is and how alpha yeah. he is and how he, you know, wishes he could go back and kill Midas all over again. And he has a lot of guilt around not – having been able to save Oren from her ribbons being oh, cut. Yeah, we have to talk um, about that. Yeah, but then, you know, you also understand that he 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 realizes that it's important for him to step back because part of Oren healing is her being able to get strong and know that she can take care of herself. And that yeah. her, the revenge is hers, and he's not going to take that away from her. He wants her to, to be empowered so that she can take that for herself. Yeah. I, I will say I was um, – so there's that scene where, like, they kind of keep – he keeps saying, like, we got to talk about what happened, Arn. We got to talk about what happened with Midas and what happened in the castle. And, like, they keep kind of putting it off. And then there's a scene where finally it's kind of like, what do you want to say? Like, just say it. And I was surprised when she said you weren't there because that's not – 
I never really thought about it. I didn't think about like he didn't save the day because like we always as a reader were like, this is about Arn and this is about Arn getting strong. This is about her taking down Midas. So I was a little surprised by that, but it also like it broke me. I was like, oh, because she is still like she's getting stronger and she's healing. But like she still did what like, she, was, she was hoping that he would save her and he didn't. Yeah. And she does right later say like he shouldn't have. I'm glad kind of, he didn't. Yeah, which is what you spoke it. to. Like yeah. she needed to do it. But like it was this moment where like even if it's what she needed, like he did kind of wish he could have been there to save her, you know? Yeah. Or yeah. Or just like part of part of that healing process is like for her to come to terms with that like you don't just get to oh I need to get strong to save myself right away of course at first it's gonna be like why well well, I'm not and you said you loved me so why didn't you save me yeah yeah Yeah, and and I like that like they're figuring it out together like once again how things actually work in real life yeah (laughs) we don't have powers and we can't rot the earth or turn things gold but like yeah like well yeah and I mean that's part of what the story is right it's like taking those things and and making them this power you know what I mean but it's like so we can deal with it (laughs) yeah 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 so yeah I mean it is like all of that is done so well yeah this is that's really Raven Kennedy's superpower I think (laughs) like yeah she like obviously like understands psychology and you know obviously has either like worked with people who have gone through trauma or has gone through trauma herself or both um but yeah I mean she I I feel like everybody's gone through some sort of trauma in their life whether it's big or small mm-hmm. um and that's the way that she writes about dealing with that or healing from that I think can speak to to everybody really absolutely yeah um so yeah I definitely agree that that's kind of the strong suit of this book or series is the way that she of yeah the metaphor that she uses yeah and then and then it does like for the ending like you realize like why Slade is like I have to save her this time like even if she can save herself I at least have to be present and let her know that I'm there and he does and it's you know it's a struggle for him and I mean he kind of does save her he does because he rots the shit out of everything. Yeah, I mean, I think she would have died that was a cool had he scene. not. Oh, I mean, swords were in her yeah, body. Yeah, she was like in the process of being stabbed. I would yeah. assume she's hurt. Wherever she ends up, she's gonna. She has to be hurt a little. Yeah, yeah. That was a cool scene too because she just has these like pillars around her, and it's set up to where basically she's like, I'm not gonna call it a cage. It's not a cage, but it's kind of like a cage. And like they like the guards have their swords that they can just like pierce through in between the pillars. Like that was so visual. Mm-hmm. And then the fact that like she started to feel the pain and the sword started to slide in. Oh, that was like, oh. yeah. <laughs> but then rot, which was like, I was that's like definitely one of those moments where it's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like you leave, um, you leave Rip with his, I don't remember what the birds are called. But you leave the him timber with his, wing. Yeah, or... timber wing. You leave him with his wounded timber wing, and it's like oh, all hope is lost. And that then scene. Don't... Yes, I know. I love that guy. <gasps> oh he's God, so when cute. I thought that he had to kill him, like they make it like he's like basically has to rot has to his choose like between the two of them. Either the, I can he stay here and save you. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. then it doesn't because then I, I that was a little confusing because so basically I, I think Riot shows up and it's like, uh-huh. oh, I've got it. I'll take care of Argo. Here, take this timber wing Argo, and get your ass you. to Aaron. But, like, why was he right there? And the, the only thing I could come up is that Slade was tracking. So he wasn't, like, going straight to the con, whatever they called it, conflux. Yeah. So, like, I don't know why he wouldn't have just gone straight there. Because, like, he had to have known that's where they were taking her. But he was tracking, so it was taking him longer. And that's why I think Riot just, they went straight there. And that's why they Maybe. were there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was, but it was a little, yeah, eh. I'm not sure. Yeah. But the anyways, I just really convenient. happy. He didn't have to rot his sweet little timber wing because that yes. would have broken my heart. I would have had a hard time moving Me forward too. with this series. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, He's you okay. kill everyone else. Argo's okay. Don't kill the pet. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. But yeah, no, I, by the end, I was like, 
you know, because I kind of like kept telling you, like, Lisa, I'm having a really hard time finishing this book. Like, I cannot get into it. I cannot get into it. And then even the sex scenes like are happening. I'm like, okay, this should get spicy and fun. And I was like, ew, I don't like this. And so like, <laughs> I really was struggling. And then yeah. by the end, I'm like, oh my god, when's the next book? Like, I want it now. Like, I need to know. Like, I want to know what's happening. I want more of these characters. I want to know what the hell's gonna happen with Melina. And at the end, they also set up. There's like a little limerick. So there are always limericks at the mm-hmm. end of the other ones, but they're all Midas focused and this one's about three queens yeah like, oh. which i was gonna say when you had mentioned that you know you think Oren might be the a rightful queen. yeah i feel like that which is- it was kind of confusing it was like a queen of the day and a queen of the night but the queen of like dusk i'm like what is the, the transition i guess a queen of transition i don't know mm-hmm. um but i'm excited about that i like and i'm, I'm wondering if it's like Kelly, uh, Melina and her, or if there's somebody else, I, you know, I just don't, you don't know. Like, cause then there's this whole land of. I Anwen. feel like we're, there's going to be something more with the mom too. With Slade's mom? mom. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe she's not. an interesting character. She's basically an Oracle, but human, mm-hmm. but that's one of her little powers that she has. And that's why the breaker was like drawn to her because he had, he liked that power. Yeah. He sound like a real piece of work, but yeah. Well, I'm sure we're gonna get we'll find more tomorrow. from him next. Yeah. So yeah. yeah so it. the next book comes out June, or it's slated to release. Anyways, it changes sometimes, but right now it's supposed to come out June eighth of twenty twenty three, and it's called Gold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah two more i was trying to think because i i didn't oh. think to look to see if it had a scheduled release so i was like what are the other two going to be called like what do we have left <laughs> do, wait, how many books same. are there supposed to i thought there were supposed, supposed to be, to be five. Oh, no, i thought that i read somewhere there were six okay that makes more sense because like i'm like i don't know how we're gonna wrap all this up and i mean maybe originally it was supposed to be five and then she decided to do another one i don't know i think originally it was supposed to be three and then she's oh. like oh there's more story to tell after midas mm-hmm. And then we're getting all of this. But yeah, I'm excited. I still love this series. I still love Slade. I don't know if he can knock Jericho Barons out, though, because I just don't. Jericho Barons doesn't talk, and I like that. Yeah, I'm sorry. I Slade is completely out of the running for me. Because of the, the talking? Yes. Nope. He's annoyed me. He's out. I mean, not that he, he could never take Jericho for me. But this doesn't get you hot. Your pussy is clamping down on my dick like it wants to milk me dry. Nope. He hisses in my ear, sharp teeth skating over the curve. You're close, aren't you, baby? Yes, no. please. <laughs> Shut up. I can't. Yeah. Shut up. Uh, in fact, I- honestly, what I do is I picture like I'm reading these with barons. And then I just picture... <laughs> I picture having a shared moment with him that's like, no. (laughs) Oh, my God. I love that. So Jericho Barons just pops into, like, every paranormal on TV. Yeah, Barons and I are very simpatico about some things. And we're just, like, sharing this moment. Like, right? Yeah. Went too far. For you two? Okay. (laughs) What did you think? So there was also a whole part where he's she's talking about like well what if i want to go like try mm-hmm. out something else what if i want to go get on that guy and he's like get on him all you want but just know i'm the one that's going to make you come in the end like he's all like for sharing her as long as he gets the grand hurrah in the end i didn't that wasn't hot to me i didn't like that no i didn't like well i mean we're the same in that we're like one guy one one girl yeah. like we're all about that I like mean- ultimate relationship but you know i can appreciate that like he's willing to be um supportive of her experiencing life in a way that she hasn't been able to and like if that is something she feels like she needs for her further growth and and happiness that he's all about being a supportive partner in that way like certainly I can appreciate that sentiment but I don't find that hot like for me that's not I feel like it's a nod toward like polyamory yeah yeah it was weird because like that one i was kind of like no 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 but then war two queens i was kind of into the whole like kieran i mean i just love kieran but like that something about it was very natural and like it felt 
more I didn't like that either. I thought it felt more intimate. Like that didn't like yeah. this. Maybe that's it. I need. I'm just well. There's about you intimacy. don't. This is like a nameless scenario at this yeah, point. Like maybe if a character's is. introduced that it ha- feels like it happens in an organic way, then it would be something that you're into. Yeah, I don't I really. I, I didn't really like that within. It just doesn't seem true to his either. like. I mean, I get like he's a good guy and he's all about just supporting her, but he's also like, I will rot the entire universe to get you back. You are mine. And that didn't really like, I just like you of Eva do all that, but like you're okay with another dude like filling the goods. I don't know. It just didn't match up in my mind for like how I was seeing his character, I guess. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. But yeah, I did take note of that. I actually had it highlighted. I just didn't bring it up. I brought it. I'm going to bring it all up because you can tell I just read this book. So I'm all fresh and spicy about it. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I guess like I kind of that's sort of it for me. I think I touched on everything that I wanted to talk about. Yeah. What character are you most excited to see developed more in the next book? I mean, there's a lot of them, so I'm not sure. Um, Definitely Melina, Queen Melina. Um, she's toward the top and the shadowy fae character that I have a feeling there's going to be like a relationship between the two of them. It's so funny because there there are a lot of, well, yeah, she didn't really care about him anyway, though. (laughs) There are a lot of like Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. Got that too. Yeah. So it's like, you know, the Second Kingdom is like, I've already forgotten the names of everywhere, but like where the Lannisters were. And then uh, Melina is there more in the of main like a, place. Oh, King's Landing. Yeah. And then Melina seems more like a Targaryen with her like white hair. No, she's icy though. Well, yeah. She's I'm not so saying stark. it's like exactly. I'm just, no, see, I don't think she's starky at all. You're thinking of Daenerys because Daenerys has white yeah. hair, but yeah. her hair is like more blondy and like she's fire and Melina is ice element. So if anything, she'd be like some weird ice queen mm-hmm. well yeah i'm not saying that they're like exactly i'm just saying of the, the characters well, you know, i like in them too my little mind is rolling with this yeah <laughs> but yeah there was stuff that definitely remind me like okay but i mean i think it's just fantasy there, there's, there's oh yeah of, there's fantasy i'm not trying book. to say she's like ripping it off by any means um yeah. but yeah i just i it was funny because i was also thinking about game of thrones yeah a bit when i was reading this yeah back when it was good are you watching house of dragon no i can't i'm done with that whole series the last season was just so completely fucking awful to me that i'll never go back to it like i'll never rewatch it why would i they've like ruined it to me i don't really like like everything has become pointless because of what they did to the characters at the end they did really fuck that up yeah Um, but I mean, that is interesting, too, because in that one is one where you have, like, you're kind of applauding for someone that eventually becomes a villain. So maybe Slade will still become a villain. I don't know. I don't see it. Maybe. Well, yeah, but that's like, I hope not, because that's the main issue that I had with Game of Thrones. But he's going to be a villain for her. Yeah. They really, really go through with that one. Well, I mean, she... I like, look, there's nothing I love more than a morally gray character, but I agree. Like, I think because of how much time we've spent on the subject of trauma and healing that you can't really have him be too morally gray because it doesn't fit together with that. What kind of villain is fully healed? Villains are don't heal their trauma. That's why they're villains. Yeah. Like, so I agree. There is, there is maybe a little bit of problem with how that works. Yes. Like stop calling yourself a villain. Maybe that'll be part of his healing to finally realize I'm not a villain. That'll be a nice moment for him. (laughs) yeah we'll see i mean yeah i i'm super excited for the next book to come out a long wait yeah that's all right i have plenty to read oh my gosh so So much much. to read yeah i definitely i uh, so i had been reading a court rereading a court of thorn and roses and i had to like stop partway through the third book so that i could read glow And then I thought, well, I'll go back to that. But now I'm just, I mean, not in a reading mood. I I love that series. And I definitely want to finish the book out because there's a lot that I I didn't remember. And especially since there's hopefully going to be a TV show 
I wanted to, although who knows, we're probably still years out from that. I'll have to read it again. It's good, man. That Vampire Academy show is not good. Oh, yeah. I I never read that. So I. I mean, I didn't love that series either. I only read like the first two. um, So it might just not be my jam, but like that show seems really, I'm not into it. It's always scary. But I did hear a rumor. It's nothing's been confirmed that Sam Hewn is going to be in it. And I don't like I like him. I'm not sure who I'm not sure if maybe he'd be cast for either Tamlin or or Lucian. Um, But he I like him a lot, but it does give me a little bit of hope about the overall age range of casting because I'm like, okay, he's a man. Yeah, like he's a he's not 20. Right. And that was my biggest concern was that we were just going to have cast a bunch of like 18 to 20 year old That's modelly looking why I'm people. struggling with that Vampire Academy show. Like once like the pacing of it is just weird, but like, yeah, they're, they're babies. I'm like, I don't want to mm. watch babies be sexy. And, yeah, me neither. No, I'm middle aged. I need some older hot men. Older hot men, please. Yeah. I'm yeah. always I mean, like, I understand like Kira is supposed to be. 18 or whatever so yeah but she's like an old soul so I don't know I'm cautiously optimistic I do I really like Outlander and it's the same showrunner who did out who adapted Outlander so yeah that is it gives me hope I did start reading that one the book you recommended or your friend recommended it's like vampires like Dracula the Kindle Unlimited um, looks like it's going to be a quick read. I started reading it, and the main character is 26, so I think that you will oh. like that. I it's won't not, like it? It's got – you will. Oh, okay. Because she's like, 26. 26 is okay. Yeah. Um, it's got some flaws, but it's good. It's it's quick already. Is it like yeah. A Kingdom of Stars and Shadows? No, you, that you was good, too. You read that one already. Yeah, I I'm trying to think because, like, I'm looking at what's on my to-be-read. It's Blood Rain by Chelsea Callahan. Oh, okay. That's not even on my short list of to-be-read. I don't know. You sent it to me. Somebody recommended it. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure I probably have it screenshot. But then I, I have – so what I do is I take screenshots of the – cover of the book and then I have a photo album with all the screens. Oh smart. And then I have like a shorter to be read list that kind of like prioritizes an order. So I just leave it up to fate. I'm like if it finds its way back to me. Sure. To be we're supposed to be or just like sometimes you're just like something catches your eye and you're like, yep, this is what I'm gonna read. But like what are what are some of the things on your to be read list for the break? Well, let's see. Oh, I just realized I still need to do Crescent City. I haven't oh read that God, second yeah, one. Yeah, you do. And I have to reread you the first one. You have to reread the first I one. I just remember yeah, the main character to. dies right away, and I thought you'll that was weird. You'll want to. It's yeah. a pretty okay. rich world that you'll... So, yeah, so I got to read that. I need to read mm. City of Ruin. Of course, that, that's next for me. Um, I want to read that Electric Idol book that you were so nice to get me. Mm-hmm. Um, that's part of the Neon and Gods. The, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, there's a Sandy Williams who did Shadow Reader. Mm-hmm. She's got one that's like magic. It's called A oh. Void of Magic. So A Void of Magic. Yeah. Okay, so I definitely want to. I really yeah. liked her. I do. I really like her writing. So I'm um, definitely that's the one pretty high up there because I've been waiting for her to do something. She had another series that was sci-fi and it just wasn't my jam. Um, so I'm excited to see something from her that's like more like magic realm. So that one's on there. I don't know. I have some book. Li- I'm looking just through my list that I've got here. <laughs> um, I have something called Court of Blood and Bindings. You might have recommended that one for me. Yeah, that sounds familiar. That's what else is on there. Um, and then I would also love to do a reread of uh, Akhtar Court of Thorns mm-hmm. Roses if I can. Yeah, I, there was a lot that I forgot. So I'm enjoying yeah. going back through it for sure. Oh, um, yeah. I did grab yeah. a library book too. Oh. <laughs> it was like a random one that I saw. Let's see if I can see what it was called really quick. I don't know if things are going slow, but it looked like it was kind of like a, I don't know if it's a paranormal romance, but it's some kind of like time period romance. I kind of feel thing. like I might need a break from paranormal romance in some I was, fashion, but I don't I, know yeah. what. I'm not sure like what is going to a lady's guide to fortune hunting. That's what I got. Mm. Um, it sounds like it's like a period piece about 
finding a husband. Um, and then I also, for Hispanic Heritage Month, had Living Beyond Borders, which is a story about like coming of age um, as Mexican American. So, hmm, nice. yeah, try to read some real books in there. There Not, was one books, but... that my friend got when she was coming up visiting. It was like When We Were Dragons or something like that. It's about like it takes place in the 1950s and it's about like women who turn into dragons and like kill their husbands or something. <laughs> it sounded cool. really good, but the uh, yeah. it was just a little pricey for my, I think the Kindle yes. was like $15 or something. And I was like, I don't know. I'll wait till the yeah. price comes. Yeah. Down. So I would really like to start. We kind of talked about this, how like with when we're like trying to read certain books, we don't use the Kindle Unlimited as much. Yeah. So I'm really trying to like hit up all those Get Kindle Unlimited books. Worth. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I make sure. And like that one that I just told you about um, is a Kindle Unlimited book. So, okay. Yeah, I definitely have City of Ruin next, and we were gonna we'll talk about that one in the podcast. Yeah, we just we just need I a lost break. Out of juice. Yeah, I mean you know as we've been kind of periodically releasing episodes for the last right. little we while be so. for you guys. It's yeah, just we a- just decided we need to take a, an extended break so that we can come back. Well, I already know for next season, I really maybe not for the entire thing, but I really want to do like a book versus movie or TV show versus versus yeah. book theme because we got to talk about twilight so i thought that would be a fun uh, way to do it to like read i don't the even need to read let's go i'm ready i i've never reread those oh, i've only so. read them once so i definitely but i've seen the movies many many times my biggest thing is always like how come bella talks so much about cooking in the books and then the movie she doesn't cook at all mm, like cooking is like part that. of her personality in the books mm, interesting yeah. i don't remember that at all so yeah i definitely like want to do that and then we've got oh god we've got the um the the wicked and torn torn is coming out jennifer armand trout oh <laughs> i don't know i didn't really connect to that series very much when i read it so i didn't re- love it either it was re- little, i mean i liked it i liked that it took place in new orleans yeah um, i mean i definitely read it and i i liked it and i wanted to finish it but yeah it didn't grab me like uh the other one yeah, but there's like there's some other stuff out there. There's like Kelly Armstrong, her bitten book series. They did a they did a TV too. show on That's that. That's a nice OG one. And oh, then like you know, Shadow I'm... and Bone. I never read those books, but I watched this the series and I liked that. So that we could talk I about those. I love that series. Yeah. I want more of that series. I think I think a season two is coming. It Netflix is, yeah. says season two is yeah. coming, but it's been I think I, I believe they are filming it. I think I saw something that when they were filming be. a while ago. So I would be so happy if they like twisted up the ending and did what I really want them to do. I felt the same way in the books. I'm like, do we have, can we, can we switch this? So <laughs> I'd be really happy if they switched it. Hmm. Okay. And that's well, probably the only that. time I'd ever be happy. Like if something wasn't true to the books, right. cause like I had issues with the ending on the books. So, oh, okay. Well, yeah. So those are all kind of on my list for ideas for next season, but Sounds fun. we'll see. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, well, yeah. It. Drop us a line too if there's a a movie or book series that was adapted into a movie or TV show that you can think of. I guess we also have like Discovery of Witches. Although Don't as much as I, that I know, I was just gonna say as much as I loved those books, they were like a little bit of a bear so to get through. Long. They were very historic. You can tell a historian wrote them. Yeah, that's and great. for better or worse. Yeah, I don't know that I could reread them. Maybe they have, like, she, you know what she should do? She should put out, like, a shortened version that doesn't have all the details. And then I would read that. I mean, it's kind of the same with Outlander. Oh, yeah. I really love those books. I I love that world, but there are, like, parts of those that are very dry. I read the first, and I read, like, maybe three chapters of the second, and I'm like, I can't. I think the second one, same with the the series, is like it's a lot about stra- war strategy. Yeah, which so, is cool. It's just that's yeah, not what I wanted to read for. for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. Wow. All got right. Lots well, to read. yeah, we got lots to read. Please send us an email uh, or hit us up on Instagram if you've got ideas for what you'd like to to listen to next season. Um, I don't know when we'll be back, but I'll post updates. Probably like after the holidays. I, I think would guess. so. Yeah, yeah. Holidays yeah. are a busy time for everybody, so um, 
We I look forward to the rain has finally come back here to the Pacific Northwest and sure cooling uh, cooling down and getting to read with my cup of tea, listening to the rain outside. So I'm ready for that. So, so dreamy. That's <laughs> what I'm here for. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see you guys later. Thanks so much for listening. Goodbye. This has been another episode of the Sexy Scary Book Club with your hosts, Lisa and Jessica. We have more episodes available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you pod. If you like us and want to hear more, please take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe. You can find us on Instagram at Sexy Scary Book or send us an email and tell us what you think at sexyscarybookclub at gmail.com.